This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to All About Us with your host, Shavana Johnson. If you'd like to learn more about All About Us Production Media Group, please visit us on the web at www.wejfoundation.org. Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine. CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today, we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support. Welcome, welcome to All About Us, Parents and Teens Talk Radio. I am your host, Shavana Johnson. This show is sponsored by Roger and Shavana Johnson, the founders of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation. We're a 501c3 organization and the CEO and CFO of All About Us Global Media Production Group, TV, radio, magazine, and blog. This show was created to motivate our youth to define their vision and create create greater opportunities to help them meet their destiny. The focus of AAU is to help them establish a true relationship with their purpose and to engage and nurture a loving relationship of self to allow them to explore and develop a greater respect for the person they are seeking to become. I am your host, Shavana Johnson. This is 2019, and I'm super excited to be here tonight because we have an awesome guest who will be coming on momentarily to speak with us. But today we just want to talk a little bit about black, this is Black History Month. And all through the month and through different shows on our platforms, we will be bringing you different information as far as what's black history. What happened today in black history? Today in black history, Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat. For a white man, public buses were segregated then, reserving seats in the front and the middle of the vehicles only for whites. The African-American community in Montgomery was able to respond so quickly to the arrest of Rosa Parks because it was written in the newspapers. The newspapers were then delivered across the the country, allowing people to read her story. Before... Um, Rosa Parks, there was another lady, Claudette Colvin. Claudette Colvin, um, it was on March the 2nd, 1955, when then 15-year-old schoolgirl refused to move to the back of the bus. Nine months before Rosa Parks stand that launched the Montgomery bus boycott, Claudette has been studying black leaders like Harriet Tubman in her segregated school, those conversations had led to discussions around the current day Jim Crow laws they were all experiencing. When the bus driver ordered Claudette to get up, she refused. 
It felt like Sojourner Truth was on her side pushing me down, and Harriet Tubman was on the other side pushing me down. I couldn't get up. So I want you to remember Claudette Coven um, as well as Martin Luther King's improvished the most iconic part of his I Have a Dream speech. When you get an opportunity, please take the time to listen to I Have a Dream speech. Um, it, it is an awesome speech, and it is in very encouraging and enlightening what his vision was for not only his children, but for all children, so that today that we could have the the opportunities that we have, education, we could become any type of profession that we wanted to do. He gave his life so that he could fight for justice for all, for all people, not just people of color, but people who were unjustly being served in different ways and, and being punished for no reason at all. So he definitely fought for all all civil rights for all people, no matter poor, especially poor, poor people, uh, people in poverty, black people. It was the cause of cause of action that moved Martin Luther King. So I want you to remember today in history those things. Not only that, um, inoculation was introduced to America by slaves. Um, few people know that, the birth of the omnis, but it was assumed he was born in Africa in the late 17th century before eventually landing in Boston. One of the thousands of people of African descent living in Massachusetts colony. You know, take a read your history, understand and preserve your history. Um, it is very imperative that we understand why they fought for what they fought for and where we are today. So take a time to, you know, really get to know your history. Uh, ask your parents about your family background. You know, where their great great where your great 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 grandfather or grandparents were from. Just to know. You need to understand your history, not just to know, but for health reasons and other reasons so that as you grow and and you have get married and you have children, you can spread your history as well. So we're going to take a quick quick break, and then when we come back on the other side, we will have the honor of speaking to Dr. Yanni Johnson. I'm so delighted to have this great woman of power in the house to really talk about her, what she's up to um, in her new book, As a Woman Think of. You have to go, you have to get this book and read it. You, I mean, you will feel empowered, and that's her new mission. We're going to talk about that. I'm Shavana Johnson, your host. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after um, Malawi. Beautiful. Stay tuned. Many stars are falling down 
to All About Us with your host, Shavana Johnson. If you'd like to learn more about All About Us Production Media Group, please visit us on the web at www.wejfoundation.org. Welcome back. I am your host, Shavana Johnson, uh, Parents and Teens Talk, and tonight we have a very special guest. I just want to take a moment to welcome Dr. Yanni Johnson, MBE, uh, an award-winning 2009 for her service for the cosmetic industry and for pioneering Britain's first black-owned makeup company. I want to take the time to welcome Apostle Dr. Yanni Johnson, MBE, to All About Us Parents and Teens Talk. How are you this evening, Dr. Johnson? Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's such a, an honor to be able to um, share with you tonight. Thank you so much. Oh, you're quite, well, you're quite welcome, Dr. Tergosa. You know, it's very hard for me to pronounce your last name. Notice I said Johnson because I'm trying to not mispronounce your last name. Uh, but before we get started... We would love, humbly honored, be honored if you would just say a quick prayer to open for us. Absolutely. So, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity tonight to talk, to share, to be of impact. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to come and to saturate the airwaves and let it be unhindered and let this tonight's program be a blessing to all who are listening, young and old. And let there be such a richness in this conversation, Father God, that we will all be empowered by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, I'm always emp- empowered just to be yes. in fully, to be in your you know, presence of God with you. Um, you oh. just, I mean, your wisdom just cling um, as you speak and empower I can imagine what you say to me, what you're saying to millions of women and men and children that have impacted their lives. Um, But before we get started with that, let's just kind of find out who uh, Apostle Yanni Terragosa is (laughs) before we get started and kind of talk about how did you really get started in pioneering your makeup company, especially in Britain? It's so amazing, the whole journey. Every time I reflect back on how I started, I can see what God was doing from the beginning to the end. So if we were in jeopardy, the question would be, who was designed for apostolic mentorship? So basically, 
<laughs> it's back to front. That's how God does it, right? He brings the purpose, mm-hmm. and you have to find it through your entire journey. So God saved me from nothingness. He saved me from low achievement and failure and feeling mm-hmm. inadequate and insignificant as a as a young teen who was gifted to music, gifted in worship. I always just wanted to sing, but my environment didn't wasn't conducive to that and I didn't really know who I was and it was after being very broken um, abandoned I had had cesarean um, section birth and found myself needing to move out of my house well my house I was living very quickly because of a, a circumstance beyond my control and I hit rock bottom Mm-hmm. And in hitting rock bottom, I went to an event that was for women, and I remember having a makeover, and I had never had a makeover before, and I felt empowered and uplifted after that makeover, and then I found myself kind of connected to the make the cosmetics industry. This wasn't something initially that was my desire. Not like today, you know, kids play with the makeup and their glug and all this. It wasn't. That wasn't the journey, but I remembered how I felt. And then I realized, uh, so I was, in, I was in New York when this happened, but I realized we didn't have this in the UK. We only had a few brands. We had two brands for women of color at the time. We're talking about mm-hmm. 2001. And then mm-hmm. I just thought, like, wow, could I do something about this? Could I solve this problem? And I remember just looking for a job. And then being headhunted by some companies in the U.S. They, they liked my accent. They, they said, oh, you would be good working for us. And then I said, well, if, if I could be good working for them, could I do this on my own in the U.K. because I didn't have anything? Mm. I was Christian. I was, I was a youngish uh, Christian. By then I got missions to Brazil and different things. But I didn't know the Lord like how I know him now. However... We went on this journey, me and God. I just was daring enough to pioneer this in the UK. I started with just some samples. Very quickly, I sold out of the samples because God had developed in me a compassion for women, an ability to mentor, not knowing that that's what it was, but having impact, speaking to people. And women would just come on Fridays and Saturdays my counter was always full of aunties, of sisters, of mothers, all wanted to look and feel beautiful, but they wanted connection. They wanted somebody who cared. And so mm-hmm. I can see how God um, kind of gave me the thumbs up, and I kept going. I was winning awards. I was All these things were happening that I didn't know. I wasn't doing my business because I knew I could win an award. I was doing it because... I was one of those women, one, you know, once upon a time, that was me. So I was giving them what I didn't have or what I discovered. It was empowerment. It was love. It was compassion, listening to their stories, amazing women from different communities. And it grew from there. And then one day, uh, the, recess, the recession had come in the U.K. I think it was just before... Uh, 2010, so that was 2009. I was really overwhelmed and just tired as an entrepreneur. Tired business. I was actually going to give up. And I, I remember going home just so kind of, I want to give up. And a letter came through my door and it had the royal seal on the envelope. And when I opened this envelope, it was this invitation to be uh, honored. And I was overwhelmed, like, wow, what? I'm about to give this up. I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. And there was God just giving me a, a push. Keep going. Keep going. And uh, that was, that was um, you know, a, a way, you know, some time after doing the business. But I think it really began from that moment because now with all the feeling inadequate, feeling insecure, just growing business and keeping your head down and working, here is God saying, I'm going to make you stand out, and I'm going to call you to the table. I'm going to call you and hold you to account because you are stewarding my women, 
And I was, I knew in my spirit, I knew that that came from God. Because at the time, they they were not given out as much as they are now. So it was, you pioneer a brand, and then God kind of pats you on the back and says, well done. And you feel it. And so um, the journey of leadership began from the moment you're honored. Because now you're in a position of responsibility. You're on the news, you've been written about, and everything you do and say, and as a Christian, now people are holding you to account. Are you who you say you are, even though you're in business? You know, and so it's been an amazing journey of coming from a place of just a regular woman on the street to one now caught to serve at a level of uh, integrity and honor and you know, the capacity to build others. So it's been really amazing. Wow. Just to hear you you talk about where you were in broken, brokenness. You know, a lot yes. of women are finding themselves in brokenness. And some people don't know how to revive from brokenness. What yes. was it that really propelled you in your brokenness and through everything that you went through with the labor and with everything that was, you know, spiraling out of control. We know God was your focus, but, I mean, what really pushed you to really not to be broken even more? I know that sounds like a crazy question. No, it's awesome because a lot of us suffer from shame. Part of how we even spiral down or fail to get up, we have this cloud of shame following us. I came from a family with a mom and a dad, and, you know, we had a regular life. We didn't really have any struggles. You know, some people say we grew up poor. We didn't have any struggles. And here I was, a single mom, um, you know, about to be uh, evicted from where I was living, not not through my fault, just through the people where I was staying, and all this situation. And I don't have an answer for why am I here in this situation when I've always had provision. That was the template I was given. And so any words that have been spoken that was spoken against, it's almost like they were being confirmed because of my circumstance. But I turned that around and I said, I didn't come from this. I didn't come from a situation where there was hopelessness. My father was a builder. He made things with his hand. He invented. He had choices. And I had to use the hurt of being abandoned in my marriage. I had to use the, the rejection. I had to use the shame and use it as fuel and say, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show myself. I'm going to show the world. I'm not a failure. I've got nothing to be ashamed of. And if I, you know, if I perish, I perish. But I had to start somewhere. Not knowing, I didn't have anybody to follow. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't even have another brand to compete with because at the time it was just these high-end brands and me. And so I got to write the script. So it was kind of weird because here's me feeling, you know, kind of, I don't know if I can do this, but then there's nobody else in that space. So it was kind of just run for it, just just go, just start. And I remember having some samples in a little fake Louis Vuitton that I got from Manhattan. And I I walked into a salon, and I remember saying, I'd love to rent a chair now. At the time, nobody did makeup. And I said, look, um, when the women have their hair done, I'll do the makeup. And we didn't even know what to charge for the chair space because it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't a hairdresser. And it would never been done, and so we figured it out. And within one month, I decided I want my customers to have the most excellent service. So I came out of the salon environment, and I got a big, a big shop, a storefront, and it was bigger than what I could manage because at the time I didn't know anything about business. But I had somebody in the corner doing hair, somebody doing. Um, uh, we had shelves with merchandise, handbags, jewelry, and we just made that whole environment work. And so now you walked into the shop, 
and you could buy products, you could have your hair done, you could have a manicure, you could have cosmetics. And at the time, that was really something rare. You couldn't, you know, nobody, that wasn't available anywhere else. But I turned the fuel of everything that I felt was going to destroy me, and I, I, I flipped it around, and I said, right, I'm going to press in and focus and create something out of all of this that's come against me that I feel so heavy. Mhm. Mhm. Mm. Yeah, it was it was hard. I remember I remember working one night, putting my daughter to bed and I worked through the night and I remember the sun coming up and I'm still at my desk working. And that kind of yeah, like the and then I get her ready for school, take her to school and I'm still working. And I remember, man, that was some fuel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we we do that. You know, when you when you're in a place of brokenness, you know, sometimes we feel overwhelmed and we sometimes go back and to think about, you know, our mothers. Um, yes. you know, even in her brokenness, what did she do? How yes. do I fight to get over what she went through, because it seemed like it's somewhat of a pattern, you know, for some women that, you know, their parents get out of poverty. Well, I had a child, and I'm struggling with this. I'm not going to get out of where I am. I'm on social services. I'm this. I'm getting that. I'm living in housing. I'm living in, you know, squalor. I'm just living where I just can't find myself able to breathe or I can't get above that glass ceiling. I can't touch it. You know, what do you say to women right now who are in a different time because this is totally a different time of being in brokenness? What can you say to a young girl or young woman right now who's in that place that really can't seem to breathe? Oh, I, that that was me at one at one point because everything has affected your income, your self-esteem, your well-being. I remember catching mm-hmm. two trains just to a job, two trains, and running, and I was so skinny because I'm using up all this energy to work and commute. And I would encourage any woman out there who feels overwhelmed, like you can't cope and it's just too much and you're tired and you're angry and you're frustrated and you're sad all at the same time just focus on one thing just you know when you achieve one goal it helps you have a benchmark for the next so it might be um cash flow focusing and getting your cash flow so now you've written down all your money in your money out and you know what's coming in when so you never find yourself short just master maybe cash flow and then once you've got that going maybe you could just save five dollars a month and then when that's going maybe now you can organize something else and that's how I began to rebuild my life really slowly just 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 I remember my daughter was very young and I had a two-bedroom apartment and I put her in with me and I rented her bedroom and so that paid half of the rent because this was a survival strategy and the person renting was very grateful. Some people say they can't share, but that was a sacrifice and it paid off. It wasn't forever. It got me to a place where I needed to get to and it was a legitimate way of me having an extra income and, uh, you know, not, not struggling um, and falling behind. So I would really say... List all of the things you would love to see changed and the things that you can take control of. Just focus on one of them because when you hit that goal, it's going to be so empowering and you'll, you'll know you can achieve the rest. You know, that is, that is so true. And, you know, it, even in my mentoring and when I meet or encounter a young girl, um, even her parent, you know, even the parents that I encounter, it just feels like, you know, everything is useless, faithless, careless. Everything is less in in the yeah. struggle of, you know, starting a business. Starting out a business now is, you know, can be kind of frustrating. But, you know, just sharing that little bit of wisdom I know impacted someone as 
seeing your testimony. Their t- your their testimony is not going to be your testimony. It might be similar, but yeah. you know, just taking that step. And I can't imagine imagine when you received the letter from the palace to come to get an award. I I can't imagine you meeting was it Queen Elizabeth or you met Prince Philip. <laughs> It was Prince Charles, but the Queen issues it uh, twice a year. Now, you've got to imagine, when I received this, I wasn't in a good place. It sounds like a fairy tale. So I wasn't mm-hmm. prepared. I was tired. I had enough. I was sort of, you know, like, I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm tired. You know, everything you go through. And here comes this, uh, this honor, like, we see you. Before you get the honor, I know they probably uh, they probably investigate you, make sure you're worthy of any kind of honor, you know, credit and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know that that's gone on at whatever point that may have happened. But here, here, here am I feeling worthless, and there's mm-hmm. a breakthrough around the corner that I can't see. And I, that day I wanted to tear the sign off the shop and just lock the door and leave, not knowing there was a breakthrough around the corner. And this breakthrough is so huge. I didn't, I didn't nominate myself. I don't even know who nominated me to this day. So who was watching? So I want to say that, wow, our kids are watching us and people are watching us. And even people who see what we're capable of and our talent, they may not tell us, but they see us. And we shouldn't really close any doors. The Bible says, behold, I put before you an open door that no man can shut. So we don't close doors on ourselves. If God closes the door, the door is not open. That's one thing. But if we, if we manage to get something going, and no matter how hard it might seem, as long as we can keep going, we shouldn't give up. And that's, you know, even advice to myself looking back. You know, what was I thinking? I'm the only person in that field. It's, it's not going bad, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, still pressing through as an entrepreneur and judging ourselves really harshly, thinking I should, I should be further down the road than I am. And sometimes we're hard on ourselves, unnecessarily, yeah. not realizing. Yeah. No, this is normal. It takes about three years for you to just pick up momentum with a new business. But when you don't have anybody to tell you, you feel like this is not going how I imagined it. Yes, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, and I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> mhm, mhm. It is truly, truly amazing and inspirational. You know, through all that you went through, um, and where you are now. You know, your testimony alone is um, just impactful to bring to young people, bring to women, bring to the world, even men, doesn't matter who they are, it's the struggle Definitely. that you But God kept you. Even though you felt like you were falling short, he still orders our steps. He still keeps us connected. He still keeps us well-rounded. No matter how we try to get out of his way or get out of the vision or get out of the prophecy, he still has your has your steps ordered. That is what's so awesome about God, that no matter what, even though we feel like this is, we're not worthy of this, but That's we right. are worthy yeah. because he loves you. He loves you so much, Dr. Yanni, and it, it's just amazing. It's truly, truly amazing. He is, he is awesome. It is. Before we came on the show, the Holy Spirit began to teach me. Well, he just drops nuggets. And um, because I love to share and empower and give out, he just gives the whole download. It's not a sermon. And basically yeah. what the Holy Spirit is showing me is that we're meant to grow and mature and develop um, because building the kingdom is through our fathering. So that's our leadership. Um, legacy and inheritance, it all comes through fathering. And um, he says, the, the Holy Spirit showed me that brokenness affects the fathers and the seed. So if the fathers are broken, the seed cannot be impacted. If the seed is, is detached from the fathering, it can't receive. So in Malachi 4 and 6, he said, He will turn, meaning restore, the heart of the fathers to their children. And that's because they're going to have to, they need to have dominion. 
if they cannot yes. manage their dominion mm-hmm. because they're immature, you will end up being mm-hmm. like a victory. Yeah. And that's what he yeah. says, I will curse the land if, they, if that doesn't happen. He cursed the fig tree because it wasn't doing what it was designed to do. And if the fathers can't hand down the inheritance to the, to the children and the children can't receive, then there's a huge dysfunction. And we, we, it causes all kinds of curses to come in. And so us being entrepreneurs, us being leaders and mentors and apostolic mentors, it's so that the Spirit of God can get fully handed down and duplicated in the lives of the next generation. Exactly. You know, God is so awesome. Sometimes you, you ha- he has a great sense of humor. And even though we're going through something and we're frustrated and we're upset, he has a, he has a sense of humor that he makes you laugh and cry at the same time. But he also yeah. gives you that focus and that answer and He's just amazing, and even when you, just the love itself, when you feel that love, even when you're feeling broken, it's it's a peace that just calms you, that says, you know what, just cry, do what you have to do, but you will yes. focus it back and really focus on where you, where it is that you need to go, where you need your business to go, how you need yeah. it to survive. And the one key point that, you know, a lot of I hear a lot of entrepreneurs say, you still have to keep the lights on, which means that you still have to have money coming in. And when yeah. you said that you would train and da 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 to to do what you needed to do to make sure everything was still constantly flowing so that your business would flourish. Yes, absolutely. There's always gonna be that delicate balance with cash flow versus vision. Cash flow is key. And we all we always have to keep sight of that. And sometimes it's it's a juggling act being an entrepreneur because you're dealing with the day to day needs as well as down the road, as well as the overall vision. Um, but you you get better at it. And I believe in these in these times, God wants us to be. Um, he wants us to have multiple streams of income. Uh, he wants us to be flexible, and he wants us to use everything that we've got in us. Because it's valuable. It's valuable to somebody else. Somebody else will pay us for um, simple knowledge that we have or guidance or, you know, support in certain areas, provision. And that's where some of the businesses and the ideas for businesses come from. It comes from a godly place. And then it's, you know, sent out into the world to solve the problem. Exactly. Um, I am just so honored to be speaking to you, Apostle Dr. Yanni Tergosa. Um, I know that you're working on several projects now, and one of them is I'm Powered. I love that name. Yes, the the Holy Spirit gave me this word, empowered. I am P-O-W-E-R-E-D, and I said, what does that mean? And I looked it mm-hmm. up in Google, as you do, and lo and behold, empowered. It, it, it means the confidence to use the empowerment, which is start with E-M. Um, it, it's confidence to go. A lot of people have already been empowered by the Holy Spirit, but they're scared or they won't step out or they're, they're apprehensive or anxious. So mm-hmm. empowerment is literally saying, look, I've done it. Let me show you how. This is what it physically looks like. Now you now you have a place of start. Now you can measure or you can reflect or you can uh, compare, and it will help you. So how we impact people now is through relationship one-on-one and just sharing the journey, and it helps people to realize, wow, okay, this is a real scenario. This is a real person. Not too different from my own scenarios. Now I know how to how to go about doing some stuff. You know, when you when you told me the name, I'm powered. I yeah. the first thing I thought was omnipotent. Remember, we had this conversation, yeah. and I'm, I am the beginning and I am the end, and yeah. I'm powered. You know, and I think about Genesis because in Genesis, that's when God released. He let it. He let. He, he would when he spoke, 
few would always say, let there be. Let yeah. the sun and the moon rise. Let the earth be a form. Let. Every time he used that word let, he released it. And wow. then yeah. let it, he said, I give man power and authority, which means that you have the power and authority to do whatever it is that you that needs to be done, but you have to use your faith to really guide yeah. you. Work in his confidence, because you said the key, confidence, and that's in Philemon 1 and 21. He says, do, uh, yeah. do it in confidence, which means that he's already given it to you. He's given you everything you need to do what needs to be done. And, you know, it, it's just God is just God, and I... I love him. Remember when you turn, it's, it's nothing that he cannot do, nothing that he cannot provide for you. And you said the key, everything is wealth. God said this is your inheritance. This is a season yeah. of the supernatural manifesting into the natural. So we have to believe in the unseen for the seen to physically come and take place, and this is what is happening in this moment. I think it's absolutely wonderful. And empowered life will literally be encouragement and confidence building in many ways from business to lifestyle to home life, family, relationships. I will literally pour out from my experience and and my experience of success in the Lord, winning ways in the Lord, um, you know, fulfilling everything that he said to do in various ways and sharing that journey, sharing my family on some occasions so people can see that the empowered life, you can have it. It's not far. The Bible says the kingdom is at hand. It's within you. For for example, somebody who may not have had a functioning family, they won't realize, how do I... How do I maintain order and balance and peace in my home because I've not come from that? So we strive to teach them and show them and share with them in different ways, you know. So the empowered life is its a lifestyle. It's a way. It's a movement. It just is. It's God. It's God in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. What in some of the conferences that you've had with I am powered. What yes. have you found within women or men has been their their struggle or their struggle to gain the power over their situation or their life or whatever occurrence it is? What have you found to be that stubborn thing that won't move or won't that is hindering them? It's um identity. Oh my goodness. The last conference we had, we actually, we, we did the conference and then we do um, an exercise where we look at what's your gifting, your redemptive gift, which is your character trait in, as a Christian, and your fivefold ministry gift. Because that will then answer a lot of questions about how you function, why you do the things you do, how you tick. Okay, we looked at psychological stages of development from child upwards. Again, these are tools the world might use as well, but they're very useful when you say, oh, I didn't realize my character was this way. Therefore, now I can see why this ticks me off or why I get passionate about you know, something else over here. So identity first, really mastering and knowing who you are, understanding what has affected your core character, and if there was any brokenness, if there needs to be any prayer, or even if you just identify, wow, this happened to me at this age, now I understand how it's affected mm-hmm. me my whole life. We can break trauma. We can bring, we can pray, and the Lord brings healing to some of the things that block, and the persons leave the conferences with strong identity. When you have a strong identity, you heal very fast. There's a shift over your whole time timeline, your whole um, time time frame, and you walk more upright in yourself and in your spirit because you now have confidence in who you are. If anything has, has hindered you or you buried something that may have happened that was traumatizing, 
it gets it gets addressed. It's no longer hidden. It gets exposed. Yes, yes. You know, that is so true. And identity is a big thing, especially with our young people who are yes. committing suicide. Their violence is just so much that they're unable yes. to identify with the spirit that is really housed in them in that relationship because of the separation, the separation and they're unable to get back to themselves, within themselves. That's I, I definitely see that. I definitely, definitely Absolutely. see the, the wrestle within that. Yes, I encourage the teenagers and I challenge them and I say, you live in a time where you have more than some, some people, more than we ever had in yeah. our age, just even to communicate. You know, if you get shut in your room these days, you still have your phone, or you still have some way of communicating. And I say, you know, uh, utilize that, turn that into something positive. Start in a yes. start a, in a small place and now start to dream and find people who inspire you because you they have access to them. We didn't have that. Our places of inspiration came from maybe the one or two TV channels we had at the time, and then it was family members or neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that was limited because if we were in a if we were in a region, well, everybody in that region was working class. The highest level our inspiration was was really who was around us. And young people today, they can find people doing all kinds of amazing things. Mhm. Mhm. Exactly. Exactly. The community. Everything was built within our community. Um, the elders, the church. The church was always. We everything we did, we evolved. You can hear my countryness from the south. So. <laughs> Everything we did, the church was literally next door to my house. So, you know, we always had things. They had things for the youth. We had choir practice. We had the playground. So everything was there, and everybody was involved. And now it's kind of hard. Um, You know, that's a whole other topic, (laughs) you know, within the community in, in being involved. But, you know, it is a blessing to, you know, what you're doing, I'm powered, not only, you know, for the parent, the child, the family, the church, the kingdom. Yeah. It's empowering yeah. all of it together. And you're not only reaching here, you're reaching people globally that are really need yeah. to hear the word, to be impacted and be empowered. That in itself is a blessing. God has really truly blessed you to open the gateways to the world to be a blessing because not many people get to hear such word. They don't get to hear the richness or get to find out or even take that journey of finding their identity, um, and, it, and it's very hard for some people. So that in itself is an honor to know you to for the kingdom, the kingdom mindset for what you're doing for yeah. people globally. You know, that's a blessing in itself. Thank you. And I take I take it very seriously. You know, I, my husband and I, we travel, and I say, even if I meet someone and I only have 10 minutes with them, that 10 minutes, if we're in a conversation, that 10 minutes must count. And, you know, it's, it's self-sacrificial, but at the same time, I really enjoy being able to help people along. So there's somebody in my community, locally to where I live, a single mom of three, a wonderful girl, and I just just saw her. I just saw her, and I loved her tenacity, and I began to encourage her and just be there for her, just bless her in various ways. And now she's growing, and she's now duplicating the very love and support I've given her to somebody else. Now, that's what it's about. When you don't just support somebody, but you've transformed their ability to, to think beyond themselves, and now they're being the solution to another person. My heart is blessed because it, it meant that there's a leader in her, but she just needed to be supported and loved to realize so she could grow into her mandate. And this is in a very short space of time. She's already outreaching to others because she feels strong. So it's interesting that people don't need a lot. 
They just need to be loved on, they need to be encouraged, they need to be motivated, and definitely prayed for as well. Amen. And that's what we're supposed to do, pray for one another and encourage one another. So um, I know we can go on and have a, we're having a great conversation, but before I let you go, I do want to talk about your new book, As a Woman Think Us. I was truly, truly inspired by this book, especially Chapter 2, the richness of it, the fullness, the just the empowerment of it in itself, it is an awesome read. So just tell me, where were you? What brought you to, as a woman, think of? What brought you to write this book? It's really interesting because initially I thought I'd write a biography, but God didn't, he didn't want my biography. He wanted the journey for people. I had, and you know what's amazing? Different people who have read the book, a different chapter hits different people in different places. And I have people calling me saying, oh, chapter two, oh, chapter four. You know, depending on, I went to South Africa and a lady said, oh, I learned um, from your book about commissioning. And, you know, so there's different things yeah. in there. But God wanted, God wanted the journey of growth into leadership from a very humble place. Uh, where I share some stories from my life. It starts with being broken. It starts with being at the lowest place. And then we had to go into forgiveness. And then we had to. And so as I grew, he had me find a character in the Bible also that dealt with that spirit I had to overcome. So was I forgiving? Could I, could I forgive? And I talk about how I was able to forgive my ex husband to the point where now we live in so much harmony. It's amazing. Because. He wants us to get to that place of unconditional love. And the book helps yeah. you to discover yourself, um, just reflecting mm-hmm. on each chapter and each 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 topic. You look at yourself and then you see Jesus in terms of where he wants you to be or what he wants you to do. There's an example there. And then at the end of every chapter, if you grow and you feel you'd like to do like a discussion or a little leadership group, there's a little workshop, there's little exercises you can do in a group. So it's just bizarre how God says, it's not your biography, but it's, it's your journey. And then now I can find somebody in the Bible to show you what they went through that you went through. The so similarity you overcome is completely and totally doable, and there's a principle behind it that once you master the principle, you will grow. Um, I had one girl call me crying, saying, the end of the book says, come Lord Jesus, who does that? And I said, well, <laughs> I, there, were times, there were times when I read the chapters in editing, and I was blown away, like, did I write this book? It, so the Holy Spirit wrote that book through me. There were times when I would just get goose pimples, and, and mm-hmm. it would minister to me, and I would be receiving from the very chapters. And I, I, I to this day, I was like, "Wow, this is this is a very strange occurrence." The book was written in three days. The entire fourteen thousand words um, by the Holy Spirit, and then it had to be edited. So when the editing process took much longer. That when the anointing fell to write, I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I didn't like that night when I just stayed up all through the night, and I just <laughs> typed nonstop, and it was just flooding out and I couldn't stop, and I was scared to stop because I didn't want that flow to dry up. So the book was mm-hmm. written really on, and I could see how the Bible was written under inspiration of the Holy Spirit because it was inspired, and every word yeah. that's written, every chapter. It was inspired. Things came to my memory when they needed to come to my memory. And I wrote the book as if I'm standing talking to you. So when you read it, you feel like you're being ministered to. And so, you know, I'm blown away by what God did with that book. It was my first book. And I, it, it was called As a Woman Thinker because in the Proverbs it says, As a man thinketh, so is he. And I wanted people to realize how you think about yourself, you act that out. You live that out. So I needed to mm-hmm. teach, but I needed to encourage at the same time and then show where my principles come from, the Bible. So it had a kind of 
tri-part to every chapter you read. There's those three parts of me, the reader, and then Holy Spirit. What does he do with us in that circumstance? Mm-hmm. So, so true. Um, I'm truly inspired, and I, I will post the book. I have been posting it, but I will post the book, and I will post where they could get a copy of the book as well. Yes, as a woman thinker, Dr. Yana Johnson on Amazon, and I wrote it before, um, kind of before I got married, so it's got, I think it has Johnson Sorogrosa, but if they look for Dr. Yana Johnson, um, or as a woman thinker on Amazon, you'll, 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 get, a, you'll get it on there. Okay, okay. Well, I want to say thank you, Dr. Yanni, and I know we're going to have many more conversations with you. I'm excited you. about what's about to take place, <laughs> and oh. I'm excited about I'm I'm excited about the kingdom movement and what God is about to do, and the lives that will be impacted and changed by you and Apostle together as a couple in what you are truly doing globally. I'm truly honored, again, to have you come to our show. And, you know, our platform is open for you to come back, let us know what you're doing so we can pass the word around. Um, But before you leave, just leave our listeners with you, how they can contact you, social media, um, and anything that, you know, just a word of wisdom, and then we'll, we'll sign out. Absolutely. So um, you can contact me via the website, Dr. Yana Johnson, or Facebook, Dr. Yana Johnson, or Instagram, Dr. Yana Johnson. Um, you'll be able to, uh, or if you just Google it, you'll be able to get hold of the book or uh, the website or social media. And uh, again, Empowered Lives, it's something that we are ready and rolling out to bless people, to handhold them through their thoughts and their innermost feelings about how do I do this. So I believe in this season God has sent help. God has sent um, myself with passion and the compassion to reach out and to just encourage you and share from my journey. And I believe it's going to be an amazing time. So I thank you for having me on the show today. And uh, just stay tuned for the Empowered Life. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be empowered, and um, we're definitely going to be following you. And I just I, I want to say I love you, and I love Apostle and the book. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Dr. Yanni. I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Um, and like I said, you can follow her because you do have some conferences coming up. And is this going to be a tour as well, just before you hang up? Empowered is that is that going to be? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm all in. Oh God, I'm all in. So if somebody wants a uh, wants a book reading or a book um, session where we minister, lay hands, and pray for people, as well as talk through the chapters and do Q and A, or wants um, me to speak. I I do that. I sing. I minister in soul as well. There's a lot more information on the website, but just I'm easily contactable. I'm not one of these people who can't get hold of them. I'm here to serve. I'm here to make an impact. And today I did a post on YouTube about um, being sent. So I believe I'm sent to the nation of the U.S. to to do something different and impact with whatever I whatever I have and, and serve with all this. Um, experience and this journey to encourage people and to inspire people. Mm-hmm. Amen. I definitely agree with that. Um, you know how I feel. I love you both. Um, anything that Thank we you. could do to support you, um, and we'll um, let the world know how we can support you very shortly. Um I want to thank you again, Dr. Yanni, for coming to share your story, and they will be able to find um, your information. I will make sure I get it out as a woman thinker, yes. and go yes. to dryanni.com. And I look forward to our conversations in the future as well. I love you, and thank you for joining us, and have a blessed night. 
Thank you. And it's Yana, Y-A-N-A, Dr. Yana Johnson, just in case. Yana. So I find it. I gotta remember. I love when you say Yana. Yana. Shavana. Yana. I can remember that. Yana. Sorry, Doctor. Yana. Um, Doctor. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining me. Have a blessed evening. Thank you so much. Bless you. Bless you all. Okay. Bless you too. I want to thank you for listening to All About Us Global Media Production Group. I am your host, Shavana Johnson. We will be back here next. Monday night with another special guest, and I would love for you to join us, Dr. Scrooge, Melissa Scrooge. We're going to be talking about her book, Blessed. We're going to be talking with the young people about relationships. With Valentine's Day coming, parents, um, you know, we need to really sit down and talk to our young girls and our young men about relationships, about trauma, about things that they may be experiencing or that they're going through. So please join us next Monday for that. Again, we've been speaking to Dr. Yana Johnson-Tagosa. Her book, As a Woman Think of, if you visit her website, www.dryanajohnson.com, you will be able to see her book as well, order her book and other things that she is doing. Um, God is truly using her husband and using her in the ministry, in the work. I want to thank you for joining me tonight, and please join us again next Monday. Also, you can on Sunday nights, there's um, Delaware Blogger. Thursday nights, we have Employee Magazine. We have a lot of great new things that are about to happen, a lot of new changes for All About Us Global Media Production Group. So visit our website. You know, we're changing that too. So bear with us as we go through our reconstruction phase. But in the meantime, we love you. Be blessed. Have a good evening. I'm going to leave you with my favorite song, Phyllis Hyman, Remember Who You Are.
everyone, I am Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine. CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today, we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support. You're listening to All About Us with your host, Shavana Johnson. If you'd like to learn more about All About Us Production Media Group, please visit us on the web at www.wejfoundation.org. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.